here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. This is the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. I don't know about you folks, but I'm getting whiplash. Are you getting whiplash, Mr. Producer? Yesterday, we were lamenting, you and all you Levinites out there, millions of you, that you were furious with the Republicans and the president because the Republicans were going to send the president a continuing resolution funding what remains of the federal government until February, I believe it was 8th, when the Democrats take over the House. Not one extra penny for border security. The president's spokespeople, multiple spokespeople, made it clear that the president in the White House was leaning towards signing it, trying to negotiate with the Democrats, but they were prepared to take much less than $5 billion. And they were looking for ways to move money out of the Defense Department and other areas to build the wall, to claim that Mexico was building the wall, and you and I weren't buying one damn bit of it. Today we wake up, and the president rightly changes course and says, look, I want the $5 billion in the budget. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know there are individuals out there who want to take credit for this, but I want to thank you. It is the most ardent Trump supporters and the most solid conservatives, you in this audience, who made this happen. Because you were calling into this program, you were making your voices heard, and you said, I'm not going to vote for him. What do I say to my daughter? I love Trump, but he campaigned on this. And I think they heard you. I know they heard you. Wasn't me. Wasn't somebody. It was you. You did this. Your voices do matter. So when, and I'm part of this, so when we get a little little glum and we say, what the hell do we do? You did it. And you should feel very proud about it. And the president made some excellent statements today about this, and we will discuss that. We will listen to what he had to say, rather than what reporters had to say about what he said. So that's great. On the matter of Syria, the president has tweeted further. He's dug in very hard, and he has made statements that I believe are wildly inaccurate. If you support the Trump policy of 48 hours ago as opposed to the Trump policy of 24 hours ago, it doesn't mean you support American troops dying. It doesn't mean you support billions and billions of dollars being wasted. We have minimal assets in Syria. Most of the body bags are coming from Afghanistan or even more coming domestically from terrible accidents and military training believe it or not, here in the United States and on other bases that we have. What we were doing in Syria was enormously successful. Enormously successful. 
This is just one area that I will never agree with the president on. The words come out now that the president will draw down troops in Afghanistan. I actually support this. Mark, how can you support one another? It's really quite simple. I have no idea at this point what we're doing in Afghanistan. We've tried to rebuild that country. We've tried to create civil systems in that country. And more and more of our soldiers are being shot in the back by people we train as policemen and military personnel. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of very good people there who have sided with us. But I don't know what else we can do there. We, have not, we are not being successful there. Which is quite different from Syria. It's apples and oranges. We have a relatively big footprint in Afghanistan, and we have for a long time. The Russians have no interest in going in there. They had 100,000 casualties. Frankly, nobody wants to go in there. Now, I understand if we leave, <coughs> excuse me, if we leave, that it'll become another terrorist haven. But a big, big part of that country is already a terrorist haven. We don't control the geography of Afghanistan. In Syria, the Russians are going to move in further. The Iranians are going to move in, and Hezbollah will expand. It's a big problem. It's quite different. And I'm concerned about it. It's not about wearing the right red or blue T-shirt or having the right varsity letters on your hat or rah-rah at a rally. It's a matter of potential decisions. And I have to say, and I'm going to say it openly, I think Rand Paul is a very, very dangerous man when it comes to national security. He's a chip off the old man's block, Ron Paul. He's not purely a libertarian. He's a radical libertarian. He does not support significant increases in defense spending. And there's very few places overseas where we have military bases and military personnel where he supports having military bases and military personnel. And it is guys like him with a McGovernite personality, with a Bernie uh, mentality, with a Bernie Sanders mentality when it comes to national security, who help provoke wars, who help encourage our enemies, and help create situations in where we have massive casualties. It may seem counterintuitive to you, but it's not. That's why Reagan used to always say, peace through strength. I believe in the Reagan doctrine, I always have. The most successful president in modern American history, whether you look at national security, foreign policy, or domestic policy. Politically, the most successful Republican president we've ever had in terms of the popular vote and the electoral college vote. Why we constantly turn our back on him, forget about him, I will never know. I will never know. And I'm extremely disappointed in Mike Lee. Mike Lee's led the battle for prison reform, which is a Koch brothers priority. He now leads the battle in a radical libertarian view of national security and defense, another Koch brothers position. They seem to think we need a declaration of war every time we're involved in a military engagement. That's not true. First of all, I would challenge my friend Mike Lee, who was a clerk 
on the Supreme Court and a friend of mine. I would challenge him to show me where in the Constitution, where in the Constitution is the precise language required, the magic language for a declaration of war. He seems to argue, along with Rand Paul, that if we don't have a formal declaration of war, whether it is a 120-day military engagement or whether we're providing armaments to a country or something like that, that it is unconstitutional and illegitimate. Let me explain something to him and to Rand Paul. When Congress, Congress authorizes and approves appropriations for military activities, Congress has a say in what is taking place. Congress isn't blind to what's going on. Congress isn't being snookered. We cannot put a single soldier in the field without the approval, the funding approval of Congress. The way the Vietnam War was ended was not through military victory by the communist Viet Cong and North Vietnamese. Congress cut off all funds, all funds to the Vietnam War effort. That's how we lost. If Rand Paul and Mike Lee think they can get the votes of their fellow senators and members of the House of Representatives to cut off all funding for one military action or another, then do it. Who's stopping them? Who's stopping them? Congress is authorizing funding, voting for funding, voting for taxes, voting for deficits to fund military activities. And then these guys claim, well, Congress has no say. Congress wasn't involved. What are they talking about? Congress not only has a say, Congress has affirmatively approved it. The fact that they don't approve it is the fact that they don't approve it. Congress has cut off funds before, and Congress can cut off funds again. Rand Paul is ecstatic at the president's announcement about Syria. Rand Paul would be ecstatic if the president announced tomorrow that we're cutting our defense budget by 20%. He's not a traditional conservative. He's not a Reaganite. His old man used to trash Ronald Reagan all the time, and in fact, at one point, ran against Ronald Reagan. Now, I'm not saying this to dump on Rand Paul. I'm saying this to explain who he is. And more and more, in my humble opinion, and sadly so, Mike Lee is moving out of the Reaganite camp into the Ron Paul camp. So you got two senators in that camp. Well, really, a few others. Bernie Sanders, and a few others. I call these guys code pink Republicans. I call that mentality a code pink Republican mentality. The fact that we disengage, and we shouldn't engage everywhere. Again, the test is prudence. But the fact that we disengage doesn't mean the enemy disengages. Vladimir Putin praised President Trump yesterday and today. Praised him for what took place in Syria. Why the hell wouldn't he? If we're going to pull out while he's moved in, while he is defending his little nation state and he's working deals with Iran, 
Of course he's excited about it. Turkey's excited about it. They want to blow away the Kurds. They want ethnic cleansing. What kind of an ally are we? These Kurds, these Muslims have stood with us in Iraq, in Iran, in Syria. And now we're saying, see you later, boys. Bye-bye. They're doomed. They're doomed. I don't think that's appropriate. They have fought side by side with us since 9-11. And they are good fighters. They don't have an Air Force. They don't have a Navy. They don't have intercontinental missiles. They fight hand to hand. They're warriors. I have the enormous admiration for these people. Their women fight. Their teenagers fight. Seven thousand miles away, Mark. That's what I was told. Seven thousand miles away. And what did I say yesterday? Do you know of any world war that started in the continental United States? How stupid that comment is? The Third Reich? The outbreak of World War I? Tojo in Japan? Mussolini in Italy? China is thousands and thousands of miles away. They are a grave threat to the United States. So is Russia. They're thousands and thousands of miles away. You never would have heard Reagan said, well, they're 7,000 miles away. Takes 15 seconds. Excuse me. 15 minutes. Pardon me. 15 minutes for the most advanced intercontinental ballistic missile to reach from Russia to the United States. 15 minutes. That doesn't sound so far away to me. Why do we have nuclear submarines circling our oceans day in and day out if we don't care about what's 7,000 miles away? Why? Why do we have bombers that can project thousands of miles away if we're not worried about what's going on thousands of miles away? Why do we have a naval fleet anywhere but on the east and west coast if we're not worried about what goes on all over the world? You're sending signals to China in the South China Sea. You're sending signals to Russia, the Mediterranean Sea, the Suez Canal. You're sending signals all over the world. Rand Paul is, Mike Lee is, and now the president. And when you send signals like that to these enemies, they read those signals. Again, not a radical interventionist, McCain and so forth. This is just basic stuff. When we come back, I want to get to the wall. I want to get to the budget. I want to get to the government shutdown, quote, unquote. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. This is Mark Levin wishing you a happy new year. Now back to the best of me. I only have a minute and a half this segment. went long in the prior one. We're going to get into uh, 
the wall, the so-called government shutdown, put things in perspective. Uh, We've got good news on the wall. I hope it lasts more than 24 hours, more than 48 hours, so we'll see. Uh, In the so-called government shutdown, I want to reinforce my points the past several days that it's not a government shutdown. And, And what is it in the budget? What do we really spend our money on? Because this is never really thoroughly discussed. But as we go into the break, I want to remind you of something. We have allies and alliances for a reason. If they didn't help protect us, we wouldn't enter into them. We could not have won World War II by ourselves. And we didn't. And we threw everything we had at the enemy. We could not have prevailed in World War I by ourselves. We had many allegiances and alliances. We could not have won the Revolutionary War in the end without the help of France, the French Navy, and approximately 8,000 French troops. As magnificent as the colonists and the militia and the standing army fought. The bottom line in Yorktown is we needed France. And the French Navy performed magnificently. We have alliances for a reason. We have allies for a reason. That's why we do things 7,000 miles away, 3,000 miles away, and that's why our allies do the same. I'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add, but this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve, and subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. You're listening to the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. More logic than allowed by law. The Mark Levin Show. Call now at 877-381-3811. Now, uh, Schumer, Pelosi, the Democrats, the media, they got their uh, Rockettes uniforms on and they're dancing across the stage. After all, it is Christmas time. And they sing the same chorus. The Trump shutdown, the Trump shutdown. My advice to the Trump White House, to the Republicans, and all of us, is to call this the Schumer-Pelosi open border. I don't know why we can't get in front of this branding issue and market our issues. The Schumer-Pelosi open border. Now, because of the Schumer-Pelosi open border, murderers can come across, rapists can come across, people who've been convicted of multiple felonies can come across, Rapists can come across. Drug dealers can come across. Drugs come across. Of course, everybody isn't described this way, but everybody doesn't need to be described this way. It just takes a small percentage of a larger population to create havoc and anarchy and lawlessness in a society, and that, in many respects, is what's happening. 
So the Schumer-Pelosi open border is endangering Americans. It's driving up the cost of public education. It's driving up the cost of health care. It's driving up the cost of law enforcement. The Schumer-Pelosi open border is dangerous for Americans. And so we need to close the Schumer-Pelosi open border. And the way you close the Schumer-Pelosi open border is to create physical barriers, whether they're steel walls, cement walls, whatever they are, physical barriers and additional personnel to stop foreigners from coming into our country illegally through the Schumer-Pelosi open border. We're going to put an end to the Schumer-Pelosi open border. That's the way this needs to be dealt with. Now, here's Schumer and Pelosi live at the microphone. Let's go. Keep government open. Somehow or other, and I don't know what the answer to the question is, the President of the United States prefers to shut government down and will resist any opportunity to keep government open. Of course, she's a serial liar. Completely ready, as we have been for a while, with bipartisan, bicameral legislation to pass the sixth appropriations bill and make a, have a continuing resolution for the seventh bill if we sure. cannot come to terms on that. We've offered that to the president. We've also offered him uh, seven, one continuing resolution with seven bills in it. Yesterday, the, House, the United States Senate passed legislation overwhelmingly, and I'll yield to the distinguished How much for the border? leader in the Senate to talk about and that. And he's not distinguished. The president is doing everything that he can to shut the government down. No, to close down to the, the Pelosi-Schumer open border. Does he not believe in governance? Does he not care about the American people? Doesn't he know uh, that the economy is uncertain? Hasn't he followed the stock market? All of us don't live off the government. Sometimes. There's something wrong with this picture. Especially in the holiday season. Especially because you're in it. so, if they make the bill bad enough, they're able to get maybe enough votes on the House side. Oh, I thought they didn't have enough Republican votes. It's unworthy of this House of Representatives and certainly of the American people. That I yield to the distinguished leader from the Senate. Well, Well, thank you, Leader Pelosi. Now, today's events have made one thing clear. President Trump is plunging the country into chaos. The stock what? market's down another 500 what? points. General Mattis is stepping down, and we know he has real disagreements with the president on Syria and on the wall. And now, President Trump is throwing a temper tantrum and creating. See how they try to create the impression that the something is wrong with Trump. They can't Last just debate night, the issues. Passed by voice. Unanimously, a bill proposed by Leader McConnell. All Speaker Ryan has to do Loser. is put it on the floor of the House. It'll get a majority of votes. A massive spending bill, ladies and, and gentlemen, that does not include securing the border. But unfortunately, President Trump was attacked this morning and last night by the hard right. And fearful, he backed off. Mm. His commitment to You're sign the hard this right, bill. you know, you white supremacists, racists, neo Nazis. That he was ready to sign the bipartisan bill that passed the Senate unanimously, every Democrat and every Republican, to avoid a government shutdown. The bill contained neither Democratic demands or Republican demands. 
It said to the American people, we spend, have a way spend, tax, to keep tax, the borrow, open. borrow. That's what it said. And Leader Pelosi, Leader McConnell, and myself have done everything we can to avoid a shutdown. But President Trump wants one. He's asked for one 25 times. He wants the border secure. And he said in front of us, he'd be proud to shut down the government. It is nothing to be proud of. The bottom line is simple. The Trump temper tantrum will shut down the government, but it will not get him his wall. The bill that's on the floor of the House, everyone knows will not pass the Senate. Speaker Ryan, Leader McCarthy have cynically put it on the floor of the House, knowing it can't pass the Senate. No, it's time everyone to put the Senate to the test. If it doesn't pass, it it's doesn't pass. Attempt, but we have to know who's who, cynical folks. cynical attempt to just hurt innocent people. Yeah, right. And do just what President Trump wants, even though they probably know it's bad for the country. So, bottom line is very simple. There's still hope. Leader Pelosi and I have put two proposals on the table. We have not taken them off. That would avoid a government shutdown and get a majority of votes in the House and Senate. Leader McConnell had put on the floor last night a proposal that would avoid shutting down the government. It is a shame that this president, who is plunging the nation into chaos, is throwing another temper tantrum. Lower him. Do you feel like we're being plunged into chaos, ladies and gentlemen, by the president of the United States? What kind of BS is this? We're plunged into chaos. Go ahead. What, what happens next in the Senate? All right, I don't, I don't want to hear these idiot reporters with the setup questions. Let me ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen. Next week is Christmas, by my calculation. People take off most of the week, don't they, Mr. Producer? Government employees take off most of the week, don't they, Mr. Producer? Yes, they do. Government employees have vacation days too, folks. And as somebody who served in the federal government for eight years in the Reagan administration... What we found is that most people take off during the holidays, especially during the Christmas holiday. Some people will take five days. Some people will take ten days. As they accumulate days, they also want to use them at the end of the year. And it's interesting this never comes up because a large number of the federal workforce will not be working anyway. They'll be on vacation. And for many people, a hard-earned vacation. They'll be on vacation. Many of you will be on vacation. doesn't mean you're traveling the world. You could be staying home. You could be doing, you know, projects around the house, errands you've been meaning to get to, and so forth. But you won't be formally at work. Same thing applies to the federal government. Now, the Democrats want you to believe that everything will come to, the, come to a halt. Transportation will come to a halt. The FAA towers will be shut down. The trains will be shut down. That uh, the FBI will be sent home. The DEA, the marshals, prison service, none of that happens. They want you to believe that the United States military, which the left hates, uses as social experiments and always undermines financially that they'll stand down, which of course does not happen. They'll want you to believe that Social Security checks won't go out. They do go out. Medicare checks won't go out. 
they do go out. Medicaid checks for the poor, welfare, won't go out, they do go out. Even food stamps go out. So the vast majority of what's called the federal government marches on. They've funded 75% of it, 25% of it's not funded, and of that 25%, it's only the, it's only the non-essential employees who stay home. They will be taken care of after the so-called shutdown is over. There hasn't been a single shutdown in which that has not happened. Federal contractors will tell you that they're not paid, but look, that's the way it is. You're a federal contractor. You've decided to tie into this business called government. The rest of us don't exist for the purpose of subsidizing everybody else. It's an amazing thing. When we have retail shops, small businesses shutter, nobody gives a damn. We have major corporations shutter different operations. You don't hear the moaning and groaning going on and on and on and on. You just don't. You don't. The fact of the matter is the overwhelming vast majority of the federal workforce in the end will be unaffected. You can't say that about the private sector. When the economy is hurting, the private sector is hurting. When the economy is hurting, the federal government is largely unaffected. These are the facts. The absolute facts. Now, either we want a nation state, and either we want to secure the border, something we've been talking about on this program since I've been on the air for 15 years, or we don't. And it's now or never, because the Democrats own the House come February, and they're not going to do a damn thing about the wall or the border. They are destroying our voting lists. They are destroying the voting franchise. Um, They're ensuring that their candidates win in every respect. They do not care what the American citizen wants. They degrade and denounce the American citizen as racists and neo-Nazis and white supremacists, even if you're not white. This is the new Democrat Party. Radical, ideological, hardcore progressive. The president needs our support in this battle. And he has my support. He had my support even before he had his own support. It's because of you. Because of you. And if this gets gummed up in the works in the United States Senate with the filibuster rule and so forth, there are ways to get around it. Mitch McConnell knows there are ways to get around it, how to treat it through the budget process. And now all of Mitch McConnell's cheerleaders in Rhinoville in Washington, D.C., now's the time to get your boy to do his job. To do his job. We haven't been plunged into chaos. The President of the United States not having a temper tantrum. He's called their bluff. And if you look at Schumer and Pelosi right now, their skin is dripping off their faces. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark. You want to make sure nothing comes between you and protecting your family this holiday and save hundreds of dollars while you're at it. You need Simply Safe Home Security. If a storm takes out your power, Simply Safe is ready. If an intruder cuts your phone line, Simply Safe is ready. Say they destroy your keypad or siren, Simply Safe will still get you the help you need. Now, here's what I love about this. You know, some people might think this is overkill. Not Simply Safe, not me, and not you. 
Now, maybe it's the last thing you want to think about this holiday. But with Simply Safe, you're always ready for anything. They believe nothing should get between you and protecting your family. And that's why Simply Safe doesn't cost an arm and a leg either. They charge you what's fair. They treat you with respect. They do what's right. Fourteen ninety nine a month. I strongly recommend Simply Safe to everyone I know. And today, you can save hundreds of dollars on that protection if you go to simplysafemark.com. That's simplysafemark.com. Make sure you use that URL address so they know you're a Levinite and I sent you. But you need to hurry because this holiday offer ends soon. Simplysafemark.com. That's simplysafemark.com. Mark Levin. This is the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. There's a lot going on. I know about Mattis, of course. We'll get to all of it. One step at a time. You heard Pelosi. You heard Schumer. And I want to make sure you hear the president when it comes to securing the border. We may not get to it in this segment, but we'll definitely get to it in the next hour. I also want to talk about the so-called government shutdown. What we spend our money on and where we are. And I further want to talk about, yes, Mattis, among other things, and what's going on there. Now, our nation's oldest colleges were founded to teach students to seek truth, recognize what is beautiful, and hold up what is good. But the vast majority of them have abandoned their missions. Locked in the grip of political correctness, they no longer allow free and open discourse. Rejecting the idea of objective truth, they peddle moral and cultural relativism. Thankfully, none of this applies to Hillsdale College. For almost two centuries, Hillsdale has remained true to its original mission, to provide sound learning of the kind essential to preserving civil and religious liberty and intelligent piety. As Hillsdale enters its 175th year, remains committed to offering its students the very best liberal arts education in the land, as well as to extending its mission nationwide through its many outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. These include free online courses, the publication of its Free Speech Digest, its Kirby Center for Constitutional Studies and Citizenship in Washington, D.C., and its Barney Charter School Initiative, which is helping to establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844, this is Hillsdale College. Magnificent school. Well, maybe we should get started with what the president had to say today, and we'll continue it over to the next hour, and then we'll get into some of these other matters. President at the White House today, cut one, go. Every nation has not only the right, but the absolute duty to protect its borders and its citizens. A nation without borders is a nation not at all. Without borders, we have the reign of chaos, crime, cartels, And believe it or not, coyotes, I will not surrender this nation to the whims of criminal organizations who prey on the vulnerable, who hurt women and children, and who spread human misery and suffering. Human trafficking and massive drug inflow must also be stopped. It's at a tremendous level. What we're doing and the incredible job being done by 
border security, ICE, border patrol, local police, and the military. The military has been incredible. And we're stopping them. Now notice Schumer and Pelosi didn't say a word about any of this. Because they are the architects of the non-border. They're the architects of the Schumer-Pelosi open border. That's what they're the architects of. And the president is trying to reverse that. Cut to go. At this moment, there is a debate over funding border security and the wall. Also called, so that I give them a little bit of an out, steel slats. We don't use the word wall necessarily, but it has to be something special to do the job. Steel slats. I've made my position very clear. Any measure that funds the government must include border security. Has to. Not for political purposes, but for, for our country, for the safety of our community. This is not merely my campaign promise. This is the promise every lawmaker made. It is the solemn promise to protect and defend the United States of America. And it is our sacred obligation. We All have right, you no see, choice. ladies and gentlemen, Nancy Pelosi represents a city, a sanctuary city. The largest city in New York, which Chuck Schumer represents, is also a sanctuary city. They are trying to drag this country into a sanctuary country. The President of the United States is trying to bring some rationality back to immigration. I'll be back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. This is Mark Levin wishing you a happy new year. Now back to the best of me. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. By the way, did you see here that uh, New York, the state of New York, leads the nation in population loss? And this is happening all the time. The people of New York are leaving. New York's being depopulated. Now, what does that tell you? It tells you that all these hardcore left-wing policies under Cuomo, under DeCamio, are chasing people out of the state. 
Yeah, but what about California? Look at their population increase. Their population increase is due in many respects to people flowing across the border, waves and waves and waves. This isn't the way to run a state. It's not a way to run a country. But I just wanted to point that out. Where people actually can move and can be mobile, which is a crucial ingredient in a a republic, they leave. Most blue states, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, even Maryland, are losing population. The only reason Maryland's not losing as many is because of the government center in Washington, D.C. But these other blue states... And then these people come into the red states and they vote for Democrats. It's really uh, schizophrenic, like locusts. All right, let's get back to this. President of the United States, effectively giving the speech I felt he should give to the American people about the wall. Cut three, go. Every day... Ten known or suspected terrorists try to gain entry into our country every day. Two thousand illegal aliens try to cross our borders. They try. We get most of them. It's hard without a wall. Every year, 50,000 illegal children are smuggled by coyotes and criminals into our country. In the last two years alone, ICE officers arrested criminal aliens charged with or convicted of 100,000 assaults. 30,000 sex crimes and 4,000 murders. It's rough stuff. Yet the Democrats continue to oppose border security no matter how many innocent people get hurt or die. Ridiculously and dangerously, certain people want open borders, which allow potentially massive crime. Beautifully put. It's so true. Cut four. Go. Our nation has spent trillions of dollars and sacrificed thousands of brave young lives defending the borders of foreign nations. I am asking Congress to defend the border of our nation for a tiny fraction, tiny fraction of the cost. Essential to border security is a powerful physical barrier. Walls work, whether we like it or not. They work better than anything. In Israel, 99.9% successful. Think of it. I spoke to Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister, two days ago. We were talking about it. He said it's 99.9. I mean, he came up. I didn't ask. I said 99.9% successful. We have proposed a steel slat barrier to halt the deadly flow of these illegal traffickers, smugglers, and terrorists. Every day that we deprive our border patrol and ICE officers the resources they need, we put many innocent lives in harm's way. It should be bipartisan. I think it will end up being bipartisan. I really do. I doubt it, but that's okay. When one party stands for open borders and undermining America's security, the other party has to oppose it. We cannot live any longer with the Schumer-Pelosi open border. We just can't. And finally, cut five. Go. Illegal immigration also strains public services that Americans depend on, and illegal immigration drives down wages for the neediest Americans. No one who calls themselves a progressive should support illegal immigration. Open borders hurts poor Americans more than anyone else in our society. 
In life, there are certain principles worth fighting for, principles that are more important than politics, party, or personal convenience. The safety and security and sovereignty of the United States is the most important principle of all. If we don't stand strong for our national borders, then we cease to be a nation, and we betray our commitment to the loyal citizens of our great country. Very, very well said. Now, just to show you how committed to the Schumer-Pelosi open border the Democrats are, he's talking about $5 billion. $5 billion. Now, I'm looking at the official U.S. federal budget breakdown. In fiscal year 2019, already started, it's an odd fiscal year for the federal government, starts on October 1st. The federal budget will be, listen to this, $4.407 trillion. $4.4 trillion. $4.4 trillion. We're talking here about $5 billion. The U.S. government estimates it will receive $3.422 trillion in revenue. So there's going to be almost a one trillion dollar budget deficit 985 billion we spend tens of billions i heard a figure over 200 billion dollars in subsidies and support and security related to illegal aliens a year we're talking about five billion dollars there's three categories in spending in your federal budget mandatory which is $2.739 trillion, discretionary, which is $1.3 trillion, and interest on the national debt, which is $363 billion and ballooning. And ballooning. The federal government will receive $3.422 trillion in revenue. Most of the taxes are paid by you, either through income taxes or payroll taxes. Income taxes contribute 49% of total receipts. Social Security, Medicare, and other payroll taxes, 36%. Corporate taxes, $225 billion, 7%. Excise taxes and tariffs, 4%. It's estimated that each one of you who actually works, each taxpayer works until late April each year, to pay all your federal income taxes. As I said, the government's going to spend over $4.4 trillion. Most of it, about 62% of the expenditures, pays for mandated benefits. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Interest on the debt, as I said, $363 billion. The United States has been fortunate because interest rates have been low. But they're moving up, as they must, because they've been artificially low. Interest on the $21 trillion debt is already the fastest-growing federal expense. Can you imagine if the interest rates start to balloon? And they're talking about $21 trillion fiscal operating debt. They will never talk about unfunded liabilities of now over $220 trillion. 
The remaining 38% of the federal budget pays for everything else. It's called discretionary spending. Mandatory spending. Bear with me, because you're not going to hear this anywhere else. Mandatory spending is $2.739 trillion. Social Security is by far the biggest expense. $1.046 trillion. Medicare next, $625 billion. Medicaid, which is basically a welfare program, $412 billion. Social Security costs are currently covered by 100% payroll taxes and interest on past payroll that have been invested. Until 2010, there was more coming into Social Security trust fund than being paid out. But now there's more being paid out than is coming in. And by 2036, there's nothing. Let me address that. It's actually 2034. That's less than 16 years from now. The Social Security trustees warn of impending depletion without congressional action. According to the Social Security Board of Trustees, the total annual cost of the federal benefits program is going to exceed total annual income in 2018 for the first time and remain higher throughout the 75-year projection period. This week, this week, actually this is June 2018, Social Security Board of Trustees released its annual report on the long-term financial stability of the trust funds, finding the combined asset revenues of the old age and survivors insurance and disability insurance trust funds will be depleted totally by 2034. According to the report, looking specifically at the old age and survivors insurance, that's the bulk of it, This is projected to become depleted in 2034 as compared to last year, which they estimated 2035. Now, these reports go to the president and they go to Congress. Medicare is already underfunded. It's already in the red. Medicare taxes don't pay for all benefits. So they rely in part on general tax revenues to pay for a portion of it. Medicaid is 100% funded by state and federal general revenues. Now let's look at Medicare. Medicare will run out of money sooner than expected, and Social Security's financial problems can't be ignored either. Report again from the trustees. Medicare will be insolvent in 2026. Now, given, Mr. Producer, that we're almost in 2019, and they're talking about 2026. How many years is that, Mr. Producer? Seven damn years. Seven years. Seven years. The warning serves as a reminder, a major issue still languishing why Washington plunged deeper into partisan strife. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not even debating the right issues. We're not even debating the right issues. We have a $4.4 trillion budget. Almost a trillion dollar deficit created in this fiscal year that we're in the middle of now, or beginning. Social Security is gone. Gone in 16 years. Medicare is gone in seven years. And what are we debating? 
Mueller in the Southern District of New York and campaign issues? What are we debating? They won't even put up $5 billion to secure the southern border to protect the American people from drugs, from criminals and terrorists, to protect the American people from people who are impoverished for the most part, coming into this country, taking jobs from American citizens on the lower rung of the ladder, and draining resources out of local and state communities, hospitals, and medical care, law enforcement and public education. What do they think? We're stupid. We live this. We see it. We live it and we see it. Now, military spending was budgeted at $886 billion. The biggest expense is the base budget at the Department of Defense, $597 billion. Overseas contingency operations come to $88.9 billion. So as you can see, With a $4.4 trillion budget, military spending is a relatively small percentage of the overall federal budget. The vast majority of the federal spending and debt goes to entitlement programs, welfare programs, and redistribution of wealth. The vast majority of which is not constitutional even. Amazing, isn't it? So the federal government will spend $4.407 trillion in this fiscal year. It will raise $3.422 trillion in revenue. And that is a gap of $985 billion on top of $22 trillion. And that adds to the debt year after year after year. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is with Republican Congresses and a Republican president. And they have more spending ideas. Family leave. Oh, yeah. $1.5 trillion in infrastructure spending. But don't worry, it'll be a private-public project. Oh, okay, I'm not worried then. I want you to look at your children. I want you to look at your grandchildren. I want you to think about 50, 60, 80 years from now. What's going to happen to this country? As China is on the rise, Iran is on the rise, Islamo-Nazis throughout the world are on the rise, communism is on the rise, and we're hollowed out from within. That's what this generation of politicians and bureaucrats is doing to this country. And that is why... I don't care who's president, who's running Congress, who's in the media, who's in the courts. There are times and there are issues where you must speak out for this country. I am not a politician. You are not politicians. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. What's good is good and what's bad is bad. No matter who does it. No matter who does it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You're listening to the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. How often do the media discuss these issues? Budget issues, annual deficits, overall debt, the interest on the debt, which is climbing, the reports from Social Security trustees and the Medicare trustees. Seven years from now, Medicare? 
You see, the whole goal of having a free press is to serve the public, to inform the public, to support the community. It's not to go off on personal, political, and partisan tangents day in and day out. Day in and day out. Like propaganda machines. It's to serve the public, to inform the public about things they ought to know. I understand the politicians don't want to talk about Medicare and Social Security. I understand they don't want to talk about the annual deficit or the overall debt. Because, ladies and gentlemen, all they do is keep voting over and over again to spend. And I just gave you a very bleak picture. And can you imagine if we now embrace the socialist agenda of free college, of a minimum income starting at infancy, of the government assuming all student debt, of paid family leave, another trillion and a half in infrastructure. Imagine embracing these other policies rather than going in the other direction and trying to curb some of the spending that's taking place. That's why so many people feel that we're doomed. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. This is the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. Mark Levin, America's think tank. And you can call him at 877-381-3811. How comfortable are you with technology that tracks your car, your cell phone, where you use your bank or credit card? Technology's great, right? Well, not so much if you owe money to the IRS. Word is out that the IRS and their army of tax collectors have access to sophisticated data analytics. Underscore sophisticated. If the IRS hasn't caught up to you yet, well, they will. Even if they're already sending you letters threatening collection action, Optima Tax Relief can help you. Optima can help stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collections actions, 
and stop that army of tax collectors with technology from targeting you. Optima has resolved over half a billion dollars in tax debt for their clients, and they're experts in the IRS Fresh Start initiative. Call now. Take the first step towards ending your IRS nightmare. Call for your free consult while you still have options. Tomorrow may be too late, folks. Call 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. That's 800-499-6300. If you're stressing out and the holidays are here, you've heard me talk about it, call Optima right now. 800-499-6300. Because they know how to take care of you. All right. Mattis. General Mattis uh, has resigned effective the end of February. And I don't think there's any way to get around it. In his letter, he makes it abundantly clear that he has significant disagreements with the commander-in-chief. And as Fox reports here, Defense Secretary James Mattis resigned today, a day after President Trump's plans to withdraw troops from Syria became public. It's effective the end of February. And he wrote in part, because you have the right to have a Secretary of Defense whose views are better aligned with yours on these and other subjects, I believe it is right for me to step down from my position. One core belief I've always held, he wrote, is that our strength as a nation is inextricably linked to the strength of our unique and comprehensive system of alliances and partnerships. While the U.S. remains the indispensable nation in the free world, we cannot protect our interests or serve that role effectively without maintaining strong alliances, showing respect to those allies. Well, he happens to be right about those things. I also think the president has done more to confront North Korea and China than any modern president. And up till yesterday, I thought he'd done, done more to confront Russia. I think this Syria thing, ladies and gentlemen, if you really think it through and put aside your emotions and and put aside personalities was a grave mistake. And I think this probably pushed Mattis over, Mattis over the edge. I was watching General Jack Keane on uh, Fox, a retired four-star general, very much a supporter of President Trump. He said, when it comes to Syria, I strongly disagree with what the president did. And I strongly disagree with it, too. Frankly, I don't understand it. And as the president tweeted throughout the day about this, I understood it even less. I get Afghanistan. I, re- I really do. But we had a minimal military footprint in Syria. And with that minimal military foot- no, footprint, we had enormous success. We're helping protect our allies, the Kurds. Iran was very concerned about overrunning the country. Hezbollah saying Russia was in a box, even though it had moved into Syria. And Turkey didn't move its 50,000 troops on the border to wipe out the Kurds. We removed those 2,000 special forces. And if we abandon the one base that we have there near Iraq, and the base is strategically located to try and prevent Iran from building its military highway from Iraq through Syria to Israel. I think this is going to create an enormously explosive situation. That's their problem, Mark. No, it's not their problem. 
president has already said that he will help defend Israel. Even more than that, the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean Sea, the Suez Canal. Where do you think much of the world's oil on these big oil tankers, where do you think they're navigated through? The Suez Canal, the Mediterranean Sea. Who's going to have on the ground, in the air, in the water, control of those areas? Russia. We just handed them to Russia and Iran. We just handed it to them. China, the South China Sea, over $5 trillion a year in commerce, not to mention the crucial military navigation that goes on through that area of the world. China intends to choke us off there one day. Maybe not today, but maybe 10 years from now. All of a sudden, they have these fake islands, they're militarized, and they're building aircraft carriers and nuclear subs. This is why Rand Paul is nuts. This is why you can't be an ostrich in this world. You choke off economic points, you choke off strategically important military points, and then you wake up one day and you say, whoa, wait a minute. We're being blackmailed economically, we're being threatened with with Chinese missiles or Russian subs or whatever, and we're locked in. That's what Mattis is thinking. That's what General Keene is thinking. That's what all these guys who've studied the history of military warfare understand. You don't surrender these places for your own national security purposes. You don't start wars in the continental United States. We never have, except the Revolutionary War and the Civil War, but those are are unusual in that respect. And major wars you can't fight alone. I already explained the war that gave us our independence, the Revolutionary War. The French poured in today, which would be the equivalent of $13 billion and about 8,000 troops. to the colonial regular army and the militia of the colonies. Without it, we would have lost the war fast. And we were still losing the war. We lost many more battles than we ever won. And in the end, Lafayette, this is why Lafayette and Washington were so tight. Lafayette was very influential with the French government. So was Benjamin Franklin. In the end, we needed the assistance of the French Navy to pin in the British Navy at Yorktown to defeat them. There would not be an America, a United States of America. We'd still be a British colony. But for the brave men and women and teenagers who fought the colonists and the assistance from the French. I suppose the French monarchy could have said, well, that's thousands and thousands of miles away. What the hell does that have to do with us? And this attitude, with the rise of Hitler and the Third Reich, the Axis powers, Imperial Japan and Fascist Italy, Fascist 
National Socialist Germany. Thousands and thousands of miles away. They don't care that they're thousands and thousands of miles away. Bin Laden didn't care that he was thousands and thousands of miles away. They seek to destroy us. They still seek to destroy us. Russia is not muscling up its military, its missile inventory. It's now hypersonic weapons, which is really very scary. It's satellite capability to take out our electrical grid. They're not doing that to fight the Ukraine or to hold Crimea. They're doing it for us. China's not pouring 15% of its GDP into its military because it's worried about India on its border or Kashmir. Or they feel threatened by anybody. But they want to do it to take over our role. I had Michael Pillsbury on my Life, Liberty, and Levin months ago. You can see it. Iran is not building a caliphate in the Middle East just because they want to take over Iraq or Yemen, Saudi Arabia or Syria. No. Because they want to become a nuclearized power. Not to threaten Tel Aviv, not to threaten Cairo, but to threaten us. Those were our hostages they took. Those were our Marines they slaughtered in the barracks in 1983. Those were our soldiers who they killed during the Iraq war. We're in their sights. All these enemies, we are in their sights. Let's talk about NATO for a minute. Forget about the funding. I agree with the president on that, but put that aside. Why are we in NATO? Why do we have these bases all over Europe? Well, why do you think we have these bases all over Europe? Many of your parents and grandparents fought in Europe in one horrific battle after another, and many of them didn't make it. Or many of them were horribly wounded. You don't give back geography so easily. Because your children and grandchildren one day may have to fight on exactly the same field. In exactly the same mountains and valleys. For exactly the same reason. We've had two world wars. In a hundred years. Two world wars. The first world war was utterly unexpected. The second world war was utterly predictable. But the European powers didn't want to believe. The United States didn't want to believe. Our Congress was filled with Rand Paul types and Mike Lee types. And we suffered horrible and grievous consequences. As a result, this isn't a game. This is not about ideology. What is conservatism? It's not an ideology. It's a philosophy. And what is this philosophy based on? Human experience. Reason. Truisms. 
principles embraced because they've been proven to be true. It's not based on some futuristic, imagined world. It's not based on some utopian view. It's based in reality. Conservatism is about reality. The reality of human nature. The reality of government. And this is something Ron Paul and Rand Paul will never understand because they are radical libertarian ideologues. This is something the Koch brothers will never understand. They are radical libertarian ideologues. Their father was one of the big uh, muckety-mucks at the John Birch Society. It's okay. They do good things too. But their open borders crap, their code pink crap, and their weak on crime crap Count me out. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. This is Mark Levin wishing you a happy new year. Now back to the best of me. Is that vote going on now, Mr. Producer, over the wall and the other uh, spending? It looks like it. And uh, so far, the yeas are winning. I could have sworn Nancy Pelosi told us that the Republicans don't have the votes. Remember that? I remember that. Every time you go online or you use public Wi-Fi, you're putting your personal information in danger. Unless you take precautions, a hacker can grab your passwords or credit card information in seconds. These hacks happen millions of times a day. The victims have their personal information exposed or their identity stolen. So how can you protect yourself? I'm going to tell you how. The software I use is called ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN makes it super easy for anyone to stay secure online. ExpressVPN hides your IP address and encrypts all your data online. That means nobody, nobody can see what you do on the Internet and not even government spy agencies like the NSA. The ExpressVPN app takes 90 seconds to set up on your computer or phone. You click a button, and poof, you're protected. It's that simple. So if you want to protect yourself from hackers and spies, visit expressvpn.com mark. expressvpn.com mark. And you'll get this special offer, three months free with a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com mark. For three months free with a one-year package. Don't risk your online data any longer. Protect your privacy. I'm telling you how to do it. Visit expressvpn.com slash mark right now. All right. Let us go to Pete Fort Bragg, North Carolina, XM Satellite. How are you, sir? Good evening, sir. Doing well. How about you? I'm retired Army. It was an honor and a privilege 20 years uh, Thank you. Questions. Yes, sir. Two quick questions. Thank you for all you do. All you do. Uh, number one, if General Mattis is in such disagreement with, you know, President Trump and so many others, you know, conservatives, of course, I haven't, haven't heard anything from a few senators, but uh, who is he consulting with and who's advising him for us to, to pull out of Syria? I mean, he's, 
I mean, President Trump's got to know something that we don't well, know. About. Well, maybe he doesn't. That's possible, you know. He is an outsider. That's a good thing, but it doesn't mean he's perfect. I don't think John Bolton's advising him to do it. I don't think Pompeo's advising him to do it, former CIA. Obviously, Mattis isn't advising them to do it. I think Trump decided to do it. Okay. Okay, real quick. Talking about the budget and all that, you know, the billions of dollars. Whatever. Remember about a month ago or so, I haven't heard anything talked about, spoken about it since, but uh, remember Trump stood up. And man, I did a fist pump. Yeah. He was talking about he wants every department and, and all these people in the government to trim and cut the fat, you know, 5% out of each budget. Whatever happened with that? I haven't heard anything about that. You haven't heard about it because they're not doing it. Those rascals. And they will not stop spending except on the border. And this is what is infuriating. You know, the government has a relative handful of responsibilities under our Constitution. Sir, you've served in the United States military, and I can tell you're a tough guy. And the fact of the matter is, this is one of the responsibilities of government. The vast majority of what our federal government does today is not constitutional, even though the Supreme Court has decided it is. But so what? Away from with that. Well, they get away with it because there's more leftists than there are us, apparently. And I want you to think about this. Nancy Pelosi represents a sanctuary city, San Francisco. Chuck Schumer represents, effectively, a sanctuary city, New York City. These are the two Democrat leaders who keep lecturing the rest of the country and the American people. We're not going to spend any money on a wall. Any money on a wall. They'll spend it on everything and anything else, including illegal aliens. But they will not spend it to secure our border and protect the American people from crime, from drugs, and from poverty. It's a disgrace. Pete, thank you for your service. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. You're listening to the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Well, we have our own breaking news. The House of Representatives just passed 217 to 185, funding for the border wall, as well as funding for, uh, uh, for some of the emergency relief in California and some of the other places due to those horrific fires. Now, Nancy Pelosi said, you'll remember, in the Oval Office with Chuck Schumer. By the way, Chuck Schumer, every time he talks, looks like he's davening, doesn't he? Uh, uh, anyway, so um, they just passed it in the House, and Pelosi said they wouldn't be able to. Let's see if they cover that on cable TV. So now it goes to the Senate. So now we have the filibuster rule. The question is whether or not Mitch McConnell has the capacity to figure out how to get around that. There are certain budget interpretations and so forth that they can try and they should try. Time will tell. So if the Democrats want to avoid 
The Democrats want to avoid shutting down the government, which never shuts down. Then they should support this, right? It's only $5 billion. The Democrats should support it. Are they going to support it? Well, this will be interesting. Let's see what Joe Manchin does. Let's see what Joe Manchin does. Let's see what other what, what Mark Warner does. Mr. He'll vote against it. All the so-called moderates. So there's been a victory in the House today. The House has approved funding for the wall, as the president requested, $5 billion. Who's this clown, a Manchurian candidate or something on Fox? Anyway, uh, and money for the fire-ravaged areas in California and so forth. So the question is, why would the Senate Democrats vote against this? Why do the Senate Democrats insist on the Schumer-Pelosi open border? Why do they insist on allowing illegal aliens come into this country, some percentage of which are, or percentage of whom are, crooks, criminals, drug dealers, drug addicts, many of whom are extremely poor. This is what we hear all the time. They're trying to escape poverty. Okay, when you escape poverty and come into the United States, you bring poverty into the United States. The Democrats are furious when you bring that up. I didn't bring it up. They bring it up. So when you're escaping poverty and you go into a community, you become a net expenditure on the community. You do understand 100 years ago, when we had mass immigration into the country through Ellis Island and other places, you had to demonstrate that you weren't going to be a drag on government subsidies. You had to show that you had a job. You had to show that you had... Some money. You had to show that you had a place to stay with a relative or so forth. You didn't just get to come into the country. Today, you dare raise those things, and of course, you're boycotted. I want you to listen to Nancy Pelosi at a press conference today on this death of the seven-year-old immigrant. You know who I blame for the death of the seven-year-old child? Nancy Pelosi. Chuck Schumer. Luis Gutierrez, Jose Ramos. I blame the open borders crowd for the death of this precious little seven-year-old girl. Because they create an incentive for people to come here who actually believe that they're all going to get through. I blame Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the rest of them. For the coyotes who bring in little kids for a fee. I blame them. Cut eight, go. Everybody knows the name Jacqueline now, a little girl. Started her journey at six years old, now seven. Died with an over 105 degree temperature. Everybody knows the name of Kate Stanley, too. You might recall that, Nancy Pelosi, in San Francisco. 
but you never talk about her. She was murdered by an illegal alien, not a seven-year-old, by a grown man who'd come here a dozen times illegally, despite being deported, in your sanctuary city. But when you hear her talk about Jacqueline, I want you to remember, her death is on the hands of the open border crowd, including her, Schumer, and their party. And I am serious about it. If we had a wall, if we had strict enforcement, if people knew they couldn't come here this way, then this poor little girl would never have been forced by her father to go on this, this travail. Go ahead. In the custody of the Border Patrol, the president wants to build walls, physical walls, at the same time he's building walls around the hearts. Ah, shut up, you idiot. You think you're Emerson or something? Rambling buffoon? Building walls around the hearts. I can't take it. And then there is James Clyburn. Another genius. And of course he's on with CNN, a former Obama appointee, Jim Shuto. Cut nine, go. We want to secure the border. We've always been for securing the border. How so? How so? Seriously, how so? No, you haven't. Go ahead. The wall is just a way for this president to reward uh, his uh, uh, supporters with big contracts uh, for brick and mortar. You know what? You are absolutely a nut to award. Does he understand how contracts in the federal government are awarded? The, pre- the president doesn't award federal contracts. There's something called the FAR, Federal Administrative Regulatory Book. It's thick as can be. All kinds of rules you have to follow. Usually the Army Corps of Engineers is involved. EPA typically is involved. Other agencies and departments involved. State agencies and departments are involved. You have to buy private property, so you have areas where you can build fences and walls on private property. The idea that Donald Trump's going to make money. These people are sick. They're nuttier than a fruitcake. Go ahead. We are looking for we are looking for security, and we are going to appropriate monies uh, to secure the border. But why wouldn't a wall help improve security at the border? Well, because we think if the wall is ten feet high, they'll get a twelve foot uh, ladder. Wow! Uh, Imagine that. But the wall won't be ten feet high. Some places it'll be twenty and thirty feet high. And they're building a wall where a ladder is useless. Notice they won't contribute to figuring out what kind of wall we should build or what kind of physical barriers we should have or what kind of things we should do on the border. They're just filled with fortune cookie statements. That's all they got. That's all they have. Then we have Jerry Nadler. Mr. Producer, I'm serious. I want you to invite Mr. Nadler on this program. There's a lot of things I want to discuss with him. And he's, he's a genius. Just ask him. I'm just a talk radio host. He's a brilliant man, and I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him about impeachment. I want to talk to him about what he's going to do as chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. I just want to talk to him. Here he is trashing Kirsten 
Nielsen. Now, this Kirsten Nielsen happens to be a woman, very attractive lady. Look how they talk to her. If she'd been a liberal Democrat working for an administration, the Democrats would be jumping up and down that these men are misogynists, that they hate women. But let's listen to this little, good-for-nothing, useless Jerry Nadler. Cut 12, go. Moreover, members of the committee have written dozens of letters to you, many of which have received little or no substantive response. As we move into the next Congress, I want to put you and the department on notice. The time for accountability has arrived. Oh, the French Revolution is here, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to drag these people out of these departments. We're going to put them in front of our little panels. We're going to convict them as enemies of the state. We're going to move them to the guillotines and off with their heads. Because we like power and we know what to do about it. And we're just getting started, you see. Mr. Nadler. Go ahead. The members of this committee have responsibility. Shut up, you slob. You absolute pathetic moron. You're grotesque. Has anybody ever told you that to your face? Of course he won't come on. I don't even want him on. What the hell for? the hell for? He's a propagandist. I can hear him now. As a little boy with his mommy. Gerald. Gerald. What, Mom? Gerald. Come out of the basement. Put your pants on, Gerald. Mom! My pants are on. Gerald. Come up now. Put the popcorn away, Gerald. Stop watching the cartoons. Come up, Gerald. It's now time for your lessons. But, Mom, I'm enjoying Bugs Bunny. And I've got a lot more popcorn to eat, Gerald. Get up here. Don't make me come down and get you, Gerald. Oh, Ma. Gerald comes up. Slapped around by Mommy. Gerald comes up, he's slapped around by mommy. Turns out he didn't have his pants on. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. This is the best of the Mark Levin show. Happy New Year. You know, William Barr is a former Attorney General of the United States under George W. Bush. I don't know him well. I've met him socially years ago. Absolutely decent, ethical man, brilliant attorney. Doesn't have a single black mark in his background. And he's under attack. Because he he wrote a memo, a brilliant memo in fact, Explaining that if you charge a president of the United States, among other things, with obstruction of justice for removing an inferior official, what kind of a broad-based constitutional and policy impact that would have in our country, and how awful it would be? Now, this was his personal opinion. He happens to be correct. We've talked about this many times, as have others. So Schumer and Warner or others are saying this disqualifies him. Because he's against Mueller. Let me explain something 
to these despots, to these despots who put party first and country always last. The test isn't whether you agree with Mr. Barr. The test isn't whether Mr. Barr is a sycophant for Mr. Mueller. The test is whether he will be a standout Attorney General of the United States. And if Mr. Barr were to cede his integrity and his principles to Schumer and Warner and the rest of the jackals, he'd just be another Eric Holder or Loretta Lynch which we do not need. And I will remind Mr. Schumer and Mr. Warner that the Russian interference in our election occurred on their watch, the watch of the Democrat Party that controlled the executive branch. I will remind them that it was the lion of the Senate, Ted Kennedy, who conspired with the Kremlin against Ronald Reagan when he was a United States Senator. I will remind them that it was Alger Hiss, a top aide to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Mr. Internment, as a Soviet spy, all during negotiations with the Soviet Union and dividing up Europe. And I will remind them that it has been the Democrat Party that has been soft on communism, soft on the Soviet Union, soft on communism in our own hemisphere, from Cuba to Nicaragua to Venezuela and all the rest of it. We do not lead lectures from Chuck Schumer or Mark Warner about that or any damn thing else, as a matter of fact. Mr. Barr's memo was correct as a matter of constitutional law. And Mr. Barr should be confirmed in spite of the jackals on the left and in the Democrat Party who insist that only they and they who share their radical ideology have a right in this country to serve in high office, whether it's president or as attorney general. They insist on a purity test, one that has as its central theme totalitarianism. Well, screw them and nuts to them. Let us go to Moses, North Bergen County, New Jersey, the great WABC. How are you, sir? How you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, man. Good to be on the the phone with you. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Let me tell you something, Mark. One thing that I can say, because I didn't really follow politics when Donald Trump got elected, but Donald Trump has been the best civics class that this country has ever gotten because everything I've learned, you know, from people like you, from Rush, from Sean Hannity— it's basically just understanding history and not believing the media narrative. And everything I hear is almost an insult to my intelligence based off of what I'm hearing. And the one thing I can say, because I'm a former Marine, I used to work in Homeland Security, and it's like all Trump needs to do, right, because his policies I align with. All he needs to do is get a solid grip on the messaging, because that's what the Democrats have a vice grip on. All he needs to do is literally use his Twitter the same way Ronald Reagan used his fireside chats. And just post up the past history, the past speeches, the past votes of the Democrats. Because now, you, you told the call screener you, you, you do have a disagreement with him. Say again? You told the call screener you do have a disagreement with him, though. No, I haven't. I, I don't have almost any disagreements with him. Did you serve except in Iraq? The Syria part, except, for the, except for the Syria part, which I'm going to get to. But when, in regards to immigration, 
that's what I'm on right now. But Syria, oh, I, I, I agree with you on the immigration. When it comes to Syria, we cannot make the same mistake that we made in Iraq. I was in Iraq, and the one thing that we need to do is complete the mission and not leave it unfinished. Well, I just heard a uh, television host who talks about the Washington swamp of which he was born and has lived his entire life try to connect Syria with Afghanistan with the wall in an act of absolute irrationality. One has nothing to do with the other, and has nothing to do with the other, and has nothing to do with the other. Moses, I want to thank you for your service to our country. God bless you, my friend. I have to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Mark Levin wishing you a happy new year. Now back to the best of me. Mark Levin, making conservatism great again. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. If you're just tuning in, well, the question first is why. But the House passed $5.7 billion for Trump's proposed border wall. Wasn't even a close vote, 217 to 185. I want you to remember, Nancy Pelosi said the reason the Republicans didn't vote on it is because they didn't have the votes. Well, they did have the votes. They waited to the last minute. They always do, and that I don't get. It's not helpful when you're trying to communicate with the American people, trying to persuade the American people, and that's part of their job. You don't do things this way, but better this than nothing. That's for certain. That's for certain. We spent a lot of time talking about it, a lot of time talking about the amount of money that's being spent where the attention isn't focused. We've spent a lot of time uh, talking about foreign policy and, um, and certain members of Congress and some of whom have become uh, major disappointments, as a matter of fact. Now, I'm sure you've heard the big news by now. CRTV and the Blaze have merged to create Blaze Media. You've heard me talk about it for a while now. But the liberal media in its current form, folks, is dead. It's not really news. It's ideologically driven. It's phony. And they like to try and kill the debate of ideas. I am here. We are here to expand debate and ideas. This is not a merger of personalities. It's a merger of pioneers and one that I hope you'll embrace. I hope you'll give Blaze Media a try. And I know we're putting out content right now that you're going to love with over 20 hosts. And 2019 is going to be our biggest year ever. And we're adding more hosts, some more shows. And hopefully we're adding you. We are muscling up. We are ready for battle. We will take on cable. We will take on network. We will take on satellite. We'll take on other digital. Because we are pro-America. We are patriots. We don't agree on everything. But we agree on the fundamentals, don't we? I wanted a chance to give you, Levinites, a small gift this Christmas season and make it a little easier for you to sign up for Blaze TV. Right now you can get an entire year for only $6.58 a month, but you have to use promo code Levin Christmas. That's L-E-V-I-N Christmas. Levin Christmas. So go to LevinTV.com, L-E-V-I-N-TV.com. You can sign up there. Use promo code Levin Christmas, or you can give us a call. Our customer service people are there right now. 844 Levin TV. That's 844 L E V I N TV. Folks, we've created this for you. 
How many times have I gotten calls that say, why don't we buy a cable station? Because we don't happen to have four or five billion dollars. That's why. And this is very, very important to the future that we have competitive platforms to get the information out. The great thing about Levin TV and Blaze TV generally is this. You can watch us on your computer, on your laptop, on your iPad, on your handheld device like an iPhone. You can watch us on your smart TV. You can watch us on other platforms. We're ubiquitous and we're there. You just press a few buttons. You can watch me. You can watch Eric Bowling. You can watch Phil Robertson. You can watch Glenn. You can watch whomever you want or not watch whomever you want. Now, all the hosts work very, very hard to give you substance and entertainment, to give you something different. We have the best conservative lineup there is, in my humble opinion. Starting, of course, with me. But you get the point. And we're only growing. And you should see the people who are coming to us who want to host programs. You would know many of them. So this is the place to be. This is where we fight to take our culture back, our society back, and our country back. And the more of you, the better. You're the subscriber. You're in charge. Now is the time to act. For only $6.58 a month. Call us right now. Let's do a Levin surge. 844-LEVIN-TV. I have an idea. Let's close down our customer phone banks. See if you can do that. 844-LEVIN-TV. 844-LEVIN-TV. If you get through, sign up. Or give it as a gift. It'll be a great gift. Or you can go to levintv.com. L-E-V-I-N-TV.com. Use code LEVINCHRISTMAS. I have people who say, I should have signed up for this a long time ago. Now, some of you already have subscriptions. Some of them come up in January, February, March. I hope you'll subscribe again. I hope you'll take advantage of our programming, take advantage of our, of our merger. Because we're stronger than ever, we're better than ever, we're bigger than ever. And I want to strongly encourage you to participate in what is really a pioneering breaking type of competition in the media you don't have to punish yourselves every day and every night and by the way you can watch us at your in-laws house other family members over the holidays you can show them you can sit around and all watch it some of you going on vacation you can watch us at the beach around the pool some of you going skiing in the mountains i don't understand it but i know people like that you can watch us anywhere anytime any place It's very, very cool. You know, 10 years ago, this was unfathomable. One other thing I'd like to mention to you. December 20th, and I know Christmas is almost here. Many of you are doing last-minute shopping. I want to strongly encourage you to get a copy of Our Police. You can go to Amazon.com. It's there at 30% off. (coughs) Excuse me. It's really... An enormous discount. It's well underpriced. It's a beautifully illustrated book. It's so colorful. The colors jump off the pages as you would want for a little kid. And it's beautifully written. It's my father's last book, Our Police. And without rubbing a little kid's nose in it, 
What it does is it teaches things that are important to our society, important to your family. And I hope you'll take advantage of the discount that Amazon is offering. You can order it right away and get it in time, get it wrapped, put it under the tree. Our Police by Jack Levin. Amazon.com. It's 30% off. All you have to do, Google or Bing or whatever search you use, or go directly to Amazon.com, type in Our Police, and it should pop up Jack Levin. Order it tonight. Get a copy tonight, and you'll be all set. And I think you're going to enjoy it as much as your child or your grandchild when you walk them through the beautiful pages and read it to them and talk to them about it. This is the way that we educate our own children. This is the way we instill our traditions and principles in our own children. Can't just leave it to public schools or to, uh, you know, baby care centers and so forth. We have to do these things. Greg, Parkville, Maryland, the great WCBM. Go. Yes, sir. I would... I would like to say that today America got one of the biggest gifts it could ever have gotten. Donald Trump stood his ground, and he is now forcing both the Democrats and Republicans to stop what they were trying to accomplish and address the issues that America cares about. Well, I don't disagree with you, but it's not done yet, brother. The tough part comes in the Senate. I understand and that so, it's not and so, Hold on now. Keep the pressure on. You're celebrating way too early. We don't have the $5 billion yet. I understand that, but I'm saying the fact that he stood his ground did not buckle. Well, he buckled yesterday, but he stood his ground today, and that's a good thing. Yes, it is a very good thing. And I think that since the last congressional vote that you just spoke about is putting even more pressure on both Republicans and Democrats to do the job they were elected to do. And if they don't want to do it, they will have to face their constituents in another year, two years. I honestly don't believe most of the Senate Democrats care. I think in order to carry this across the finish line, McConnell's going to have to figure out a way to get around the filibuster rule. That's where the pressure point is. I really don't think the vast majority of Democrats are worried at all. Most of them come from dark blue states. A couple of them might be worried, but we got to overcome that 60-vote problem. And so McConnell needs to figure out some budgetary mechanism, something, to get around this. So I'm all prepared to, uh, you know, click glasses, but you're way too early. Thanks for your call, my friend. Let's see. Bob! Trumbull, Ohio, on the Mark Levin app. Mark Levin app is very, very popular, folks. If you don't have it, you really ought to get it. You go to marklevinshow.com. You can download the app. Obviously, it's free. It's very easy to do. And you can take this show with you wherever you go, right on your phone. And we have millions and millions of people who listen to our podcast of this program uh, because they may not be able to listen to the program live if, if the program is... Uh, programmed on your affiliate it's taped late or you you're at work or whatever the situation is our podcast is exploding with listeners and we're very very excited about that when you think about it and i'll get to you in a minute bob when you think about it think about this program it's in the worst time slot in radio on the east coast six to nine p.m football season you often have football baseball season you often have baseball basketball season you have basketball so there's lots of sports going on You've got 
family. Maybe you have a teacher's conference, or maybe it's dinner time and you turn off all broadcasting, or, or whatever the situation is. They never predicted this program would succeed from 6 to 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Never. They didn't think it would. It is the only syndicated national program that has been truly successful. All the others are involved in bartering or cram downs or something like that. We don't do that. This program survives based on ratings and sponsorship. That means you, you, Levinites, you, the American people, loyal than anybody else. And so this is what we call terrestrial radio, AM and FM, mostly AM. The program is also heard on the Patriot Channel on satellite. We love our friends in satellite radio and the Patriot Channel. And we've been running there, 6 to 9 p.m. live Eastern Time for years. This program's also heard, I talked about podcasting. Anywhere from 3 to 5 million podcasting listening events every month. In addition to over 8.5 million terrestrial radio listeners. It's unparalleled, unparalleled in this time slot or most other time slots. You can also listen to this program on the Mark Levin app. You can also listen to this program on the iHeartRadio app for free. You just download it right onto your listening device, your phone, and so forth and so on. Every single platform that's available, this program is available because that is my mindset, to get the message out and to speak as many people as we possibly can. Rather than force you to listen to AM or force you to listen to a podcast or force you to listen to the Mark Levin app or force you to listen on satellite, I come to you. I service you, my beloved audience, because that's where it begins and that's where it ends. I am so thankful and blessed, and we have this magnificent, wonderful Levinite family, and I want to thank you all. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. You're listening to the best of the Mark Levin Show. Happy New Year. I'm feeling about 90%. I really am. I'm feeling so much better. And I want to thank all of you for sticking with me. Around the country, millions of Americans are turning up the furnace for the first time and then spending a week freezing at night. Why? Because they neglected to change out their air filters and their system failed. So this costly mistake is completely avoidable by regularly replacing the air filters at filterby.com. America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. You can choose from over 600 sizes, including custom options that ship for free within 24 hours. For those of you who like to kick the can down the road, FilterBuy will give you 5% off your order when you subscribe for auto replacement, and you will never forget to change your filters ever again. This is so much easier than going to the hardware store or having to special order filters. Plus, they work great and they're made in America. Filter Buy will save you time and money and help you breathe better. That's FilterBuy.com, FilterBuy.com, and tell them Mark sent you. Let's go back to Bob, Trumbull, Ohio, on the Mark Levin app. Go right ahead, sir. First of all, Mark, love the program and listening forever. Thank you. Number two, Trumbull County, Ohio is the bastion, the bastion of Democrat support in this state. Trumbull, Mahoning, and Cuyahoga. Yeah. All All right, now... In the last election, Trump carried Trumbull big. 
They vote for Trump because he's Donald Trump, not because he's a Republican, not because he's a Democrat, because he's Donald Trump, and he does what he says he's going to do. Mm -hmm. It is imperative that he hold the line on this immigration problem. And these people out here understand. These are illegal immigrants. They're like criminals coming into your home. They don't Mm -hmm. belong here. And the bottom line is he's not being inhumane. He's being an American. Thank God we've got somebody in the White House that finally understands the United States of America. I don't want to be a European. I don't want to be an Asian. I want to be an American. And so do these Mm -hmm. people out here in God's country. Yes, and people who come here legally are welcome to be Americans and to assimilate into our culture. That's the whole deal. That's the way it's supposed to be. Well, I I have to tell you that your program and the other conservative radio talk shows in this country are what's keeping us all going. Because the mainstream media, and Trump is right, it's propaganda. Goebbels Mm -hmm. would be smiling from the grave. These people are absolutely unbelievable. And for, for if it wasn't for a Mark Levin, a Rush Limbaugh at all, we would be in serious trouble in this country. So God bless you. God bless talk radio. And Happy New Year to you, brother. Bob, thanks for your call, man. You too. I appreciate it. Jamie, Salt Lake City, Utah, XM Satellite. Go. Mr. Levin, I'm having 10 or more uh, policemen come over on my house, at my house on Christmas Day because they have to work. I only know one of them. I have 10 copies of your father's book ready to go. I'm going to give each one of them as a gift, a surprise, because they all have kids. Aren't you sweet? Now, you're inviting 10 police officers to your home just to be supportive of them, right? Absolutely, because we need them as well. Some of them are are veterans, and God bless them. God bless you, and I agree with the previous man, but your father, what a wonderful book this is. It is. I enjoyed it. He was something. All right, Jamie, I appreciate you. That's very kind of you, and thank you. And folks... Book or no book, when you see police officer out there, thank them. I do it all the time. They work the holidays. They work three in the morning. They put their lives on the line. You know, when they stop a car, I want you to think about this. I think about it often. They don't know who's in that car. They don't know. License or no license. And sometimes these windows are kind of darkened. They don't know if somebody in the front of that car is going to pull a weapon or not. When they tap on the glass, it is a scary, scary business, and somebody has to do it, and the vast majority of us don't. And I've been sick and tired for a long time about the way we treat our police officers, sick and tired of it. And you notice it goes in kind of waves. When the media takes its attention off of Trump, takes its attention off of trashing some other aspect of our society, they return to the cops. Notice that? Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. We salute the Border Patrol and ICE. We salute all the brave men and women out there who protect us morning, day, and night. And I want to salute you and thank you, the smartest, the best audience of any audience. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Don't miss us tomorrow. And check out Levin TV. Be well. Be well.